From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. Where there's a will, there's a way, you know. The will makes the way. In fact, that's what I want to talk to you about today is will. Because we're holding right now, hours before Rosh Chodesh Elul, days of will. And that's what we've been talking about. This world that we live in, a physicality, the world of action, when it's separated from God, stinks. It doesn't work. It's designed to make problems. Where you sow wheat and get weeds, it says with the sweat of your brow you will make your living, right? So what happens when a person sweats? He smells. This is the world of trash. This is the world of begadim tzoim, dirty garments. Because people here are sweating. And our job as human beings is to incorporate this world of physicality with the world of spirituality. And that's what's called being nichlal asiya berotso. To incorporate into this physical world the world of spirituality, the world of God's will. Make your will his will. The person who needs rebuke is the guy who's drilling the hole underneath his seat in the boat. At the same time, we know that there's an intrinsic problem here, and that is since the guy himself transgressed, he's soulless, he's in a dirty place with a lot of trash, the guy sitting next to him usually is in the same soulless situation, just that he's more righteous today and he's kicking trash with trash. The only way a person can get out of that stinky mode is by plugging into something higher. That's what we call the soul. The soul is the will, the will of the person. And that's the secret that when a person transgresses, his soul leaves because his soul remains healthy and holy. So it's only through the soul does a person get out of that mode. Now, the nature of that soul is the secret of why Moshe waited to the last days of his life to rebuke the Jewish people. Because the Zohar explains that Moshe incorporated himself when he left the world into a place called will of wills. Soul of souls. No ego. Rav Nassim says in the beginning of that halacha, in the laws of co-signing, that the whole purpose of creation was for will. We learn this out from the life of Moshe, who was the highest of all human beings, where he reached the climax of his life and he entered into a state called will of wills. From here we learn that the climax of human existence is yearning for God. The most important thing about rebuke is it's coming from a place of will. And this is the secret that it says about Moshe Rabbeinu. Why specifically Moshe? Not just on the end of his life, but why specifically Moshe Rabbeinu merited to what we call the rebuke of loving kindness. Says the Zohar that since your whole life you wanted the whole world to do tshuva and you yearned for that, because of that, he was elevated to that exalted level of will. Begin the Havis Choshiv Because your whole life 
You invested in this idea of re- helping the Jewish people return to Hashem. Mahader means to chozer. Kule Alma, the whole world. Tochus, under the wings of Hashem. This is the greatness. This is the elevated status of Moshe Rabbeinu. That all of his days, he said, if I could only help the world return to Hashem. Nimsa, Shafinu Moshe Rabbeinu, even Moshe, the essence of his ability to do rebuke, which is called the rebuke of loving kindness, he did this through something called will. What does it mean? He yearned always to help the world return to Hashem. One only rebukes a person close to his leaving the world. Why is that? Because when a person approaches death, then it begins to climax his life and he's incorporated into a space called will. This place of will is the place that's called above time. This is connected to what we learned about the idea that the rebuke of Moshe has to do with the verse, and now. Why and now? Because Moshe is trying to lift up the consciousness of the Jewish people. Stop focusing on the past. Stop focusing on your transgression and start to connect to Hashem in the present moment. Moshe's words were so sweet, it was like spraying the room with perfume. According to what Rav Nussin's saying, it's not even rebuke. Really, what is it? Encouragement. Using the word transgression. And it works like this. The exact words of the verse that we're commenting on, which is, and now... Rashi says, what does it mean, and now? After you've done all of this, 40 years of rebellious behavior, nevertheless, the love and mercy of God is with you. He's crazy about you. And therefore, all he's asking for you to do is connect with him in the present moment. That's a whole different way of looking at the word rebuke. Once again, it's because Moshe Rabbeinu is literally at the climax of his life standing in a place called Will of Wills, which is above time. And therefore, at the time of death, he starts to shine down his will into the world in a profound way. As the Zohar says, that Moshe Rabbeinu entered into a state of not just will, but Will of Wills. That's above time and above space. That's above the place of narrowness and above the place of the past and the future. It's a place called will of wills. It's at that moment that it shines the will and it's specifically then that Moshe has the ability to rebuke the people in a loving way. And that's why specifically Moshe waited to the end of his days. Elul is an aspect of Achris Hayomim, the last days. We talked about this verse way back when. We talked about place. The place causes. 
in the same verses, it says, It says, When you get into these difficult places called the narrow straits, In the end of days. What's it mean, the end of days? The end of days is the secret of the end of time, which is the beginning of above time. And this will be the cap on the subject of rebuke, part four, and the introduction to a whole new series called Seeing the Blessing. Because they're both related. We're looking at the same truth from two different vantage points. There's only one truth. We can look at it from different subjects. The truth will always remain the truth. This world, when a person is exercising his own free will and he's focused on his desires, he cuts himself off from the world of will. He's in the world of action, the world of asiyah, and that world, cut off from the world of will, smells. It's designed not to work. That's the world of time. That's the world of space. The trick is to kolel asiyaviratzon, to incorporate into this physical world the world of spirituality, the world of God's will. Let's just, since we already started with Elo, let's see a svasemis on Elo. Elul is a time where a person nullifies himself and says, according to how much you nullify yourself, so too then you will be to him. The idea is that a person has to build the Lashem Levado. A person has to make his will the will of God's. That's what we do in Elul. I am to my beloved the only thing the only thing we want to do in this world is to do the will of God. Hashem's eyes are on the land from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. The beginning of the year is simple, Tishrei. That's Rosh Hashanah. But what does it mean, Achris Hashanah, the end of the year? That's Elul. Elul's the end, the end of time, the Achris Hayomi, which is also the goal. It's the climax. And therefore, it's a time of wakening up to tshuva because we start to recognize at the end of the year that it's the climax, it's the goal, it's the finish line of the whole year. Baruch Hashem. Hashem is kind, Hashem is loving, He's crazy about us. And somehow, some way, He sends us messages, whether it's through a person, through events, and He taps us on the shoulder and He says, Hey, Boker Tov. <laughs> Good morning. Today's a new day. Would you like to return? Would you like to turn around? Would you like to reconnect? Nothing like today. Hayom. A new blessing. New opportunities. Boy, Hashem, you don't understand. I've been out to lunch for a long time. I'm still crazy about you. You don't understand because I'm God. I'm bigger than you. I'm more merciful than you. I love you more than you love yourself. 
But God, you don't understand. Oh, I understand. I understand. Today, there's a day. Today, today, now, now, now. That's all you're asking? That's all. But what about the future? Don't worry about the future. Rib Nachman says you only have to serve Hashem in the moment that you're in. You don't have to worry about the end of davening. You're in one blessing. Just keep your eyes on that blessing. Don't let your whole life become a burden. Just focus on the day that you're in. Not just the day, the moment that you're in. That's the mitzvah of clinging to God. Clinging to God depends on the moment that you're in. The only way to connect with him is not be in the past and not be in the future. You have to be with him in the present moment. It's hard, and at the same time, it's the most natural thing that there is. And once you get used to it, you can start to love it. That's what Shabbos really is. Shabbos is Ayom Lashem. It's God's day. It's the holy day. It's the day of the soul. Don't worry about what was. Don't worry about what's going to be. It's good to thank Hashem. And our job as human beings is to draw Shabbos into the world. That's what it means to incorporate the world of action in the world of will. Whether it's in rebuke or whether it's in finding or seeing the blessing in the day. It's all about incorporating the world of action, which doesn't work separated from God, incorporating that world in the world of will, the will of God. When you do that, this world becomes a utopia because you're living aligned with God. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Aligned Podcast.